Welcome to our podcast, Today is Weird. We are your hosts, Rhea and Alex. Two friends living in the mountains of Asheville, North Carolina, talking about how intuition operates and when things get weird. Weird. Hello. Hello. Never not saying hi and laughing. It's just like literally never not happening. Maybe that's just our intro. We can just delete the other one. (laughs) Just me going hi and laughing after you say hello. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. We've got Alex calling in, so um, hopefully the sound is clear and clean. And um, we just wanted to do a kind of light, quick episode of checking in. I know, Alex, you were on a five-day silent retreat last week. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yep, last week. Yeah. Yeah, I've talked to lots of spirits, (laughs) uh, released a lot of trauma in my nervous system, um, released it into the French broad, into the earth, got to feel my own energy and not necessarily... Um, you know, my system is as much as I work, I will use the word work there to mitigate some of the tracking my system does as an empath. It was a good perspective because I was on like a farm, it's paint rock farm in hot springs. I highly recommend it as a place to go stay. And so there are these cabins and I joke around the kids call it glamping. Um, they don't, it's not, there's no electricity. So, you know, what I thought was like eight o'clock cause I forgot about the time change. I was actually in bed at like six and I'd like watch the moon rise and it was awesome. But there were other people around you know, at one point there was like a couple near me that was like getting into a bickering something. And I like literally turned and walked away. Like I can't be around dynamics right now, like at all. And so it was interesting to see how my, how quickly and clearly my system tracks just in the sense of like the nervous system and, um, good reflection for myself around work I need to do because I've done a lot of work around not tracking as much and feeling like that is, and I'm not dialing in. I just want to be clear. There's a big difference there. I never dial into people unless I'm sitting down for a paid reading (laughs) because I don't know. I've heard people talk about psychics coming up to them, like on the street and telling them shit. And that is like bananas to me. I can't even imagine doing that. Um, so it's different, but the tracking thing is tracking for danger in the nervous system. Is everybody safe? Is everybody okay? The, 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 the typical empath thing that we talk about. And that was really a big reflection for me because I really wanted to be around no one else's nervous system. I, I wanted to, the clarity of my own. And of course there were other people around because it's a camp. I mean, it's a farm And so it was interesting, a good reflection for me of, like, understanding how much my system acclimates to the environment in that way. And that's what psychics, too, are meant to be, you know, because being an empath is being psychic. It's like we're meant to orient to the world around us so we can tell people when to, like, get up and move. (laughs) You know, that was our job. That's like our orientation, our mechanism. So it was just really interesting. And then, of course, I got to talk to some really cool spirits. And um, I read a lot. I, I mentioned in a, in a video, I read My Grandmother's Hands, which is a really beautiful book I highly recommend. And I wrote a lot because I'm writing a book. Yes. <laughs> oh, I just revealed that. But yes. you know, to our, like, 
I mean, we're not necessarily viral, but I am writing a book. <laughs> and so I did a lot of those chapters, or not a lot, but I did a, a, a fair amount of channeling and connecting to that. Um, and so, yeah, about set some goals to write, set some goals to not be around electronics as much, not be around, you know, Netflix as much. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I really feel like, and this is duh, because this is what we're going to talk about today. The nervous system is the inroad to understanding everything that is going on in the world and in our country. Yep. Yep. <laughs> How are you doing? Check in. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I think I've been kind of, <clears throat> I may have mentioned last episode, I've been kind of in this transformation tunnel with the Scorpio time. Um, where I've been kind of rebranding and really focusing my intentions as my sacred work and as my business and really stepping into that. And it's been an interesting process and um, I'm kind of doing a lot of personal work right now on what my body, I'll say, has internalized as trauma um, from childhood, from anything, just kind of like some deep trapped stuff that I wasn't really aware of that stepping out in kind of a public way and really stepping into this work has brought to the surface. So it's been a really interesting (laughs) um, few weeks and my body's just adjusting. It's, it feels like, and it is this interesting reflection with so much going on in our country and in our world right now with the election and everything else. I'm coming back to a place of how I originally felt at the beginning of COVID when things are really intense and kind of the whole world was transforming and shifting in that I've been very sensitive to technology, to light, um, and all I can, all my system really wants to do and all I can really do as far as functioning. And I don't know if this is a projector thing or like what this is, like, you know, Vata imbalance, but all I really want to do is lay down and hold my dog and listen to a book that's read to me aloud. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so it's just like super like young uh, I think that may soothing. resonate more than more than a few listeners. <laughs> yeah, I've just been taking a lot of baths and really trying to carve out space for me to move as Shannon said in our last episode slow and low because it has mm. definitely felt like what I've been needing. And I don't know what it's triggered from, you know, but I'm processing a lot. And I do, what's something that I was kind of telling you, Alex, before we started, it's so much of bat energy for me, which I do think there is a reflection for our, I don't know, country and just world right now in the Scorpio, which is transformation. Bat is transformation, but it also is this kind of underworld, you know, dark creature that has its own form of perception and communication that's very intricate and like very fine-tuned. So it is kind of about sensitivity and this like shifting into a completely new self or new paradigm or new world. And there's a lot of interest. It's very juicy right now. It it definitely feels like, especially for me, but I see it in reflection in the world. And so I love that what we're trying to do in this episode is just talk about some nervous system stuff, like how to regulate your nervous system. Because that's so much of what it sounds like both of us have done, right? You went to the woods and kind of really took a time to unplug, to reconnect and kind of, you know, foster your nervous system to come back to a homeostasis. 
I am kind of going through a huge shift and trying to figure out how to create homeostasis within that transforming um, in my nervous system and constantly trying to come back to my body of like, what do you need? What do you want right now? Like, what is this? (laughs) And so, and also in our world, I think, you know, we don't want to talk about the election because that content's already out there and it's just not where we're at right now. But there is a lot of emotions. There's a lot of kind of across the board um, excitement. There's a lot of like range of emotion that are kind of being activated in different bodies right now. And it does feel like a lot of it has to do with like how it affects you has to do with how I'll say strong, but like how, yeah, balanced your nervous system is. Alex, did we lose you or did you mute because of tomato? I'm muting because oh, of tomato. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm kind of at a point of stopping. I'm not really sure what else to say. But I can start talking about my side of tomatoes still kind of having a moment. I know we both have our dogs with us, and it can be a challenge sometimes. Yeah, um, she's an Aussie Shepherd, so lab Aussie Shepherd. So she hears some sort of noise in the distance. Talk about a nervous system. There we go. That I did not properly regulate when I was in my 20s. <laughs> you know, co-regulate with her. I feel like I every day I'm like, I'm here with a new nervous system. Mm. Um, no, I, I love all of that that you just said. And my only, my only thing to add to that, and then I'd love that you can definitely go into what you were about to go into which is this idea of like observation lens space, um, which my guides have been really clear to me about, um, you know, and I just want to like honor, I am, I want to honor everybody's experience, but I shied away from especially the election results because of what I saw the day that our current president was elected. You know, my guides gave me lots of information that day. Um, looking back about COVID. Uh, (laughs) So now I'm like, Oh, you know, so basically what they showed me as I was walking down the street day of, and I just, I just, uh, voted in 2016 and there was this old man. And I swear again, like it's still mediumship issues where I'm like, Oh, I thought that was a real human. (laughs) Like it's a spirit. And he comes up to me and he puts a scarf around his neck and he goes, protect your throat because whoever is about to get elected is going to be in there for eight years. And I was like, who's about to get elected? And he gave me this sinking feeling. And I was like, no way the DT is getting elected. Like I kind of was like, what? And he was like for eight years. And I, I know we, we, we mentioned, we talked on the phone before this, like, we're not going to talk about the election. Like, so my nervous system, I've like oriented to this observation lens around all of this. And like, there's multiple timelines. I just want to be clear. There's always choice, free will. There's always different pathways. This is why psychic phenomenon is what we were talking about on the phone as above, so below. It's reading the ethers and the energy, right? And then astrology is reading, of course, the mathematical placements of the stars that connect to our bodies, and this is where we're, we want to talk about embodiment and the nervous system because that is the literal translation of divinity. Like, that is the, like, treat everybody as if they were God and drag. That is mm. all of that right there. And so it's interesting because I want people to observe their responses because I felt really uncomfortable 
around this weekend because I was like, is, is this true? And I know people will hear that and be like, oh my God, Alex, why are you saying this? But it feels, you know, and this is politics. This is like the, like the, the resonance of politics. A politician is like, let's, let's like put it in perspective of what it is, you know? And I think this has helped me orient my nervous system because, um, I, I think that there's a lot to be said around how to easily trigger and activate, uh, traumatized systems and we're all traumatized. And so, and I know people would be like, well, if you say it, then it's true. It's like, there is this level of like, we've all experienced trauma and then we've all worked to connect to homeostasis in our nervous system. And I think you and I came to this just to like be frank, like conclusion of like what people need right now or want and interpreting that around resources for the nervous system. Because even if you've like hitched your wagon to one or the other winning, it's not the answer. And I know that's like hard for people to hear necessarily, or it sounds like I'm coming from a removed place but the observation lens is our higher self and it wants us to connect to the sense of what is the overall macro plan for what we're meant to learn and I know next week we'll talk about Pluto return we have another astrologer coming on and it'll be awesome but there's this like transformation and you were just talking about Pluto Scorpio like there's transformation that's happening rebirth that's happening that is um, a slower burn, like low and slow. And so that is my whole thing with my guides is they're like, get everybody's nervous system in line. And like, I'm not physically doing that or it's more so like they say it like that, but it's like empowering people to have tools for their nervous system so that we can ride these waves yeah, and not get caught up in hive mind, matrix mind, all of these things that are asking us to be in agreement. If I, if if I may put it all that way. (laughs) Yes. Well, and you know, without getting into it too much, I think what we were talking about and what I've definitely recognized is this sense of, um, and what I can talk about some is this energetic balance, which is not necessarily neutrality, right? Like I, I've been looking more at neutrality as a sense of balance as opposed to neither this nor that, but it's like both, Mm -hmm. in balance and in harmony um, of, you know, we don't want to let anything trigger our system one way or another. And I do think a lot of what's going on right now um, is kind of heightening one way or the other what we're feeling. So there is an intensity and kind of a potency to whatever you are feeling, be, be that one side of the spectrum or the other. And because it is kind of this event and shift that is a very public thing going on, it's, it's even more heightened. And it's this risk of if you don't have a harmonious or balanced nervous system, as my dog groans, like he's over it. Um, you know, you could come out of balance because you're either in one emotion or another, whatever emotion this is bringing up for you, it could just, I, what we're asking is for you just to sit with your nervous system and to be able to feel whatever you're feeling, but also let that release and come back to yourself and not get too caught up one way or another in what's happening 
does that feel right. fair to like what we're both kind of intending to do? Totally. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you want to start with a few with, with your thoughts on some things, some ways, and then I can go into some nervous system stuff too. Yeah. I, I just want to Perfect. speak a little bit to what I've been feeling and musing on and it'll kind of riff off of what I was just saying. And then I would Perfect. love to talk more about physicality of how this works because oh, oh, you are the, definitely oh, oh, oh. the expert in that. Um, but what I've been kind of finding in this little bubble that I'm in of, of trying to transform in my own way and feel through my feelings is I've been turning towards Qigong, which is I, I went through a training last year that was really beautiful. And there's so many connections to Chinese medicine, to the meridians. So anything that's like acupuncture, acupressure, um, and a lot of movement practices. And something that I found very interesting that is kind of what I'm feeling right now and what I was kind of speaking to is that any anything in excess is actually um, not harmonious. So they even talk about too much joy or too much heart um, heat is actually very unhealthy. And, it, and they are very sensitive in the system or, and the whole training is to try to um, kind of train and awaken you to the sensitivities and nuances of your body of when you're in balance and when you're out of balance one way or another. So it's the same thing, like too much of a good thing, too many sweets that you really love can, can actually bring like heaviness into your system and slow you down. And anything in excess is, is creating, um, it's out of balance. So it's this idea of balance and harmony and a lot of the qigong movement so part of what we're talking about with the nervous system that I've been feeling really is helpful in myself is this embodiment piece that we even talked about some in our last episode which is a little like abstract and trying to figure out how do we even get into our bodies right <laughs> but I do think there's certain exercises we can do and Alex will talk a lot more about like real physical stuff but for me it's a lot of me trying to tune into my feet um, it is like taking off my socks walking on the earth feeling that connection from an energetic point of view it is tuning into my body there's even a um this his name's Montauk Chia is the Qigong teacher that taught the woman I, I learned from. And he also has a lot of books that are very fascinating. There's an inner smile meditation, which is kind of corny, but also very sweet and really lovely where you essentially just start tuning into your body and you bring a smile or the sense of lightness and joy and gratitude to each different organ, to each different aspect that you're tuning into where there may be discomfort or disharmony and you're bringing that kind of light which is essentially what Reiki is right it's the life force energy it's that universal life force energy that we all have access to that all runs through our body that helps us process and even you know is processing while we're sleeping it's what's running through our system constantly making sure that we can function it's also what moves through the earth and what creates growth and change. And so just tuning into the body is a great first step in exercising. And you can do that even if you don't have a strong meditation practice or feel really spiritual. You can still just ask your body, start talking to your body, tuning into areas that you've been feeling pain or, um, you know, dis-ease or even energetically t talking to each chakra, just feeling into how bright it is, how honestly, like, yeah, how happy it is, how clean, how balanced it is. 
um, that can be an excellent first practice. And also a lot of qigong, there's so many set movements, but what I've been feeling more is just kind of moving in whatever way my body wants. So I'll do kind of stretches in the morning, and obviously there's certain structures of like yoga poses that help, or these qigong movements that help, but I'll also kind of just start flowing and feeling what my body wants to do, and maybe it's stretching that way, or doing this movement, or making that noise, and a lot of that has been helping me personally come back into my body, come back into my system, and tune more into with that balanced, um, kind of harmonious, true, pure energy in feeling. And um, meditation obviously does this as well. A lot of meditation, you can even start doing it, or if you've done it a lot, you can kind of deepen your practice in these different exercises of just letting go of whatever you're feeling, um, kind of letting it flow through you. So letting yourself feel it is very important, but also like in this qigong, not letting it, not not holding onto it. So feeling whatever it is that you're feeling, letting it go, letting it flow, releasing it so that none of that is trapped in the body or, or kept in the body rather. And the meditation can come a lot deeper when you start kind of focusing on those practices, focusing in on those certain exercises or or kind of releasing or bringing harmony to pieces and also just this idea of tuning into source energy, tuning into true, like what is true, what is pure and just coming back to that. So no matter where you are, if you're in depression, if you're in a lot of excitement that you're feeling it's kind of a little bit too tinny or, or um, whatever it is, you can kind of come back to yourself come back into your body, really relax. And that's a lot of what practitioners help you do as my dog takes a huge sigh. Perfect timing. You know, working with Alex or getting a massage or getting Reiki really helps you calm your system so that you are able to naturally just release and it is that nervous system. You're just harmonizing your nervous system so that you're better equipped, right? So when you're driving and someone swerves in front of you, you don't get an intense hormonal charge or like fight or flight crazy um, electrifying trigger. Instead, you can calmly be like, oh, okay, like honk the horn. You know, you're slowing yourself down. And so different ways to slow yourself down energetically for me have been those things. I don't know. I feel like I'm talking in circles now, but um, I feel yeah. that I'm getting my point across. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, I think... Oh, go ahead. No, no, go. Um, you know, I, what you're speaking to as well as, you know, neuroplasticity, choice in the body, um, you know, one of the things I can even say and ground this into the regulated nervous systems is that's the, the, the road to world peace. <laughs> Like, that's it. That's the road. Like, that's the answer. I've found it, everybody. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but it is this idea of, like, ask yourself, have you been around a well-regulated nervous system lately? And, like, think about that because we are mammals and our limbic system is wired for love, co-regulation. And so if you're not around regulated nervous systems, find one. And that can be a dog or a cat. It can be a plant because they create serotonin. It's not a nervous system, but it's a different style of thing, which is why, like, putting your feet in the grass makes people feel 
like more connected, right? Because they're connecting to their own system's ability to regulate by itself in a lot of ways or with the earth, of course. And neuroplasticity is all about choice. So neuroplasticity is our, uh, it's a, it's basically the cellular ability of our body to shift, right? So we're all, we're made of cells. And so this is an activity people can do where you go in from the macro feeling to the micro feeling and a micro feeling would be a cell would be, okay, I'm going to talk to the cells of my liver. I'm going to talk to the cells of my spine. Oh, okay. It is actually my vertebrae, you know, like the facet in my vertebrae that the cells there that want to talk to me, what do they want to say? And it's going into the cellular ability of that because when it comes to neuroplasticity, we can create it via proprioception, which is our sense of space and movement, brushing your teeth with the opposite hand, toning the vagus nerve with hot, cold, hot, cold showers, right? Things that you can do, humming, really, really easy, which would be bumblebee breath in yoga. And so, but we create these new neurons via not just like our brain, right, where we're connecting to hormonally a little bit more um, down into the endocrine system, but via our gut brain, which of course is connected to our endocrine system because that's our intuition, our instincts, our gut instincts right at the solar plexus. And so what I like to do is I lie down to meditate and I like put my hands on my belly and I imagine creating neurons. I literally am like, hey, buds, what you guys doing? And they just like blah, 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 multiply. And oftentimes people, when they're receiving orthobionomy, will say, I feel bubbles. And to me, this is this creation of neuroplasticity or choice. And so it always stems, well, I, I guess I don't want to, I love the world always there. It can stem from trauma, right? So we think of uh, scar tissue is a way to prevent more trauma when we break something. It's like that, the ability to then release that scar tissue is to give more choice because we no longer need that protection, right? We no longer need that scar tissue to create stability because we've regulated ourselves and we've released the event, right? And so it's the same thing of like, okay, what, what wants to come up, you know? And I, I definitely, like, I have some childhood trauma. You know, my brother and sister, I think, had very different viewpoints of my parents than I did. I'm pretty open about that. I'm open about that in my family. And I am like, whoa, I've done all this work, and yet here's another memory, here's another thing. And it's like there is no peak. There is no, like, view. This work isn't. And, again, I stand by the word work. It, it, it can feel like work. Sometimes it can feel like love. Sometimes it can feel like these different places and spaces you go to, right? And so I think it's this, like, the, the choice in the system. And I like to drop into a little bit of duality here and say it's choice or trauma. You're either living your truth and, and choice or you're living via your trauma. And as a psychic, and all psychics, I think, have the capability to see this, it's like we, you can see it, you know? And so I can feel it. I'm like, this person's responding from trauma. And like you said, it can look like joy. It can look like uh, what we used to cover up deep pain, you know? We all know that there's, like, that placation that'll happen in the system. Because what do we do as a culture? Hey, how are you? Oh, I'm fine. How are you doing? Oh, good. Okay, good. Have a good day. 
that's not nervous system meeting, you know? And so if you've been in a room recently or outside somewhere where there's been a deeply regulated, everybody knows you could feel it with Shannon in the podcast last week, like Mm -hmm. a deeply regulated nervous system, everybody starts to get into this place, as you said, of balance, of harmony. There's this knowing because we could sit here on this podcast and talk all day long, but until the, until people feel it deeply in their nervous systems in their own way, it's information, it's talking heads. And that's why I think you know some wonderful spiritual teachers out there. And there's some wonderful astrologers out there that I'm like, your message, your talking head, get into your body, mm-hmm. get into your nervous system and come from an embodied space. But I want to point out that this is a feminine aspect of things. And femininity is subtle. It's in that really beautiful space. It's how I run my business. It's how I orient to money. And it's circular. It's spirillic. It, it, you know, it has the balance of that, you know, and we live in a world, Shaman Jurek talks about this, of like boxes. We live in boxes with like square shaped, our calendars are square, or they're not, you know, like think of the feminine spaces to even give you that reflection around you. And so, you know, I think of too with this, like the inner child work that can go through this as well, especially as we go through a transition of authority, right? That's going to trigger any of us in that Mm -hmm. way. But I love what you said. It's like how to resource more and more so that it's not as much of a trigger, but it's like you can observe your triggers and you can notice and say, okay, I can observe this and not necessarily be activated by it. For me, it's like, okay, I can be around this dysregulated nervous system and I can hold space for that person for that deep healing and not get my system entangled with theirs, which is like empath 101 that I struggle with because I want world peace. <laughs> you know, like I have, and that, like, I can't be attached to that. I just was messaging with a friend slash client, you know, and about this neutrality because they were like, I want an answer. You know, they didn't say it like that. I don't want to. <laughs> assume their experience but it was kind of like what can you give us your downloads about the election which I've been asked about a lot and I said like you know my guides have told me to be an observer and to be neutral and I know that's hard like I put like a laugh face you know and it was like yeah of course that's hard and I was like you know but make plans and God laughs that is (laughs) that's not necessarily like it's like we've got to understand in order to understand all of this we have to be in our nervous systems. And that can include being at a peaceful protest. I would venture to guess a, a, a riot or, you know, any kind of violence from a body to a body is not going to be in a parasympathetic or a harmonious space. That's going to be fight or flight because you're that's the literal action of fight or flight. And sometimes that is required. I have no, like, judgment around any of that, of course, Um, because we are all experiencing the world via our lens. And so it's just interesting because neuroplasticity gives you back your sovereignty. You know, things that your parents told you, society told you, anything like that told you you were, you can bounce it back via this cellular structure, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, know, and then the more regulated nervous systems we have. Imagine being in a room 
where you're having a hard day. Let's say you're a listener who has a dysregulated nervous system. You may not even know it, but you're like, you know, I can't sleep. There's like the symptoms that come up because the physical is the last stop. So the symptom, the nervous system spoke to you way, way, way before the symptom did, right? And so it's, it, it, it's like getting to this space where we can kind of connect more on a human level via our nervous system. So you can even imagine you're in a room full of regulated nervous systems. I mean, I'll pick on Shannon because she's fucking awesome. Imagine you're in a room full of Shannons. (laughs) You know, like imagine you're in a room full of that kind of, and I know our listeners are intuitive and lovely and awesome and that they felt her nervous system. And that's like, something I strive every day, anything I do, I'm like, I'm going to deeply hold space in my nervous system because like I can feel the pain and trauma of different aspects of different things that people have gone through. I don't need to go into that. I don't need to dial in. It doesn't matter. It's not that they don't matter, but that doesn't matter because it's about deeply holding space in the nervous system so we can clear this trauma Mm. on a macro and a micro level. Um, yeah. And I just went on a tangent. <laughs> no, I love it. And I, I want to respond a little bit because yes. I've been reading Codependent No More, which is just blowing my mind and obviously creating a lot of new um, shifts and patterns for me. But I think in hearing you speak and, and part of what I've recognized in myself is I have as kind of an empath or being able to sense energies become codependent almost on everyone else's energies, which is essentially what this nervous system kind of co-regulation is, right? Is like, whatever you're feeling, I'm going to like adjust and adapt and exist like according to that kind of, you know, as opposed Mm. to when you create strength, when you create autonomy and the sense of sovereignty, then you're like, I'm in my own system. I feel what you're feeling. I recognize, I see it or whatever, you know, I, I hear it in you, but I'm not letting it necessarily affect me, right? Because I am I'm balanced and strong within myself. And that's what we're talking about. Like some huge change could happen, bad or good, in, in your system. And you could still be like, okay, interesting. What can we do about this? Instead of being in what we will call trauma or in that response of like, oh my God, you know, whatever it is. Or like, oh my God, like, you know, instead you're at this very stable, grounded, um, balanced place. And what I'm hearing you saying, and I think what I was trying to communicate before is this sense of, for me, it really is, I'll say tuning into my body, which is really just listening, but it's also learning the language my body is speaking in, right? Which is, yeah, your nervous system response or, or your feelings, your your body sensations, um, and and then creating an attunement process for yourself of like, okay, if this is what I'm feeling, what do I need right now to come more into balance? What does balance feel like? How do I get there? Do I need to go get Reiki? Do I need to go take a bath? Do, you know, what would, would like a really grounding or like very nourishing meal help me right now? And I love that about Ayurveda and that they look at your environment, your lifestyle, your food, like they look at all these elements of your life and try to help you understand how to come into balance with kind of the the dynamic that you have within your body, within your, you know, you look at all these different elements and you're kind of creating this balance. And so, you know, okay, I ate 
you know, fried chicken last night, maybe I should do kitchery today. Or you create this balance and harmony of really understanding all that is around you and all that is um, how like sensory, like affecting your system really in any regard, energetically, um, visibly, like through touch, any of the senses, how it's affecting you and how to create a balance out of that. And so I think that's all we're really saying and what the nervous system is so beautiful for. And you can do it in these ways of like meditating or create more of kind of a spiritual or energetic practice or you can do like what Alex is saying, which is very simple physical things of, you know, cross body patterning or changing up your routine. Like those all create new neural pathways. They create those new, you know, I don't have the words, the neurons, whatever they are in your yeah. brain that create um, neuroplasticity. And the other thing that I really loved about what you're saying, and I think is so true, I've been, you know, I've been formulating this whole new program with my mom of teaching Reiki in the lineage that we were taught. And I found a video of um, Ralph, who was the, uh, who taught my mother. He was kind of a godfather figure to me and he had learned directly from this Tibetan monk. And he really was uh, talking a lot about the importance of meditation and the meditation piece in his lineage of the Reiki and how he was taught. And so much of it is when you're in a room like when I meditate with Erna, she, I go, I fly. I mean, I close my eyes and I go somewhere else because her nervous system and her ability and, and capacity is so much more vast than mine, but her system operating in that invites my system to join her there and I kind of hitch a ride, right? Which is amazing. And then once you've done that, your system kind of recognizes, oh, so that's what that feels like. It's like opening a whole new door or a new a new um, path, right? Like when my dog um, has anxiety, when the first time I gave him a little bit of CBD, he really calmed down. And after that, I really noticed that he was much calmer. And the way that I really energetically kind of understood in the download I got was that sense of like when you feel like he understood now what it feels like to not be anxious. And so he does have that choice now of like, I could not be anxious. I could choose to kind of calm down because I know what that feeling is now. Or I could continue to be anxious. And it and it, he doesn't need the drug anymore, right? Or the herb anymore to do that for him. And so it's this really, it's, this, it's so interesting. It's the same thing with co-regulating your nervous system. Like you're saying, if we're in a room of Shannon's, my God, lovely feeling room, right? But once you yes. have felt her <laughs> system, then you can go to that. So you can close your eyes when you're feeling triggered. And it, and it doesn't even have to really be a meditation. You could take it in that form or in that kind of, um, in that framework, but you could also just close your eyes and feel what it was like to feel her system. And doing that is already bringing you more into regulated, uh, uh, regulation, right? It's crazy. I mean, our brains, all these neurons and, and nervous system, it's beautiful how we can do that. And the invitation, it's something that you do. It is work that it's the training. And like I was saying, attuning your system so that you're constantly tuned into your system and aware of what it's saying to you and knowing what shifts it may need or, or like we've talked about in almost every episode, what your tools are, what your resources are to turn to in that moment. And so it's really, for me, everything is about shifting into that curious mindset, always being curious. Instead of being stuck and being like, okay, I feel sad, 
saying, okay, I feel sad. How can I um, kind of feel this sadness in a way that then I am able to release it? What is the sadness teaching me? What what do I need right now to soothe my sadness? What what could I, you know, what what is it that I am longing for right now? It's just that sense of curiosity. And once you've shifted that, then you're already miles ahead because you're already able to kind of unpack everything and shift through it and move forward. Yeah, I love all of that. I mean, it's the resourcing. It's the work that we we do, you know, whether it's like reading reading a book, getting new information or, you know, being around like it. And I'm going to go back to like, like think of your, the most well-regulated nervous system in your life and like imagine their presence, their higher self presence with you or go be around them, you know, and be like, Hey, I need a well-regulated nervous system. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and, and, and notice that, um, that relationship that you can build for, for yourself, because again, in our limbic system, we are wired for love and for connection. Um, and that kind of goes, goes along those lines as well. I have to go soon because I have a client, but <laughs> yeah, well, I think, I'm going to like text you and no, we can I totally love this conversation and I was like, yeah, but I think it's, it's, noticing your nervous system, observing your nervous system over the next few, you know, weeks, months, um, because, and, and it is, it's something we talk about over and over again, because it's your everyday life. It's your proprioception. It's your sense of today. Yeah. And so it's like, there is a revisiting to yourself, back to yourself every single day. Yeah. And what does that look like for you? And I just love all that you just said, because that's exactly that. Alex, thank you. Everybody hang in there and um, flow through these changes. And we'll be back soon. Bye. Bye.